tonight on 60 Minutes. Helicopters and clocks and how they sound similar. <laughs> All uh, right, should we do this? Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm so hey, everybody. Welcome to the seventh episode of I'm So Shortcast. I'm your host, Tim Early, and I'm here with Timothy Jim Sullivan. Hey. There he is. And, uh, you know, we're here. We're back. We, uh, we missed a week, which happens. It yeah. happens. So here's the thing. This is what this is what really happens is let's be honest. We record so there's probably like five or so episodes that have been recorded that you've never heard and probably will never hear. So we recorded one last week and it was trash. So we deleted it. It was a bomb. So we normally have enough self awareness. We have few enough self awareness to still post the episodes where it's just us spewing crap. But every now and again, even we have hit the quota of like we just we just had nothing. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, we try to live interesting lives on the weekends. And try, keyword. And sometimes if you have a weekend where you're just not feeling it, it doesn't it's not good fodder for uh podcasts. So He's right, man. Uh the boringer our weekends are the boringer rer the podcast is. That's exactly right. And I think that's our main problem. So Yeah. Um but I think this weekend we did some shit. Yeah, we did a couple things. Right. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I want to remind everyone to go on Instagram, uh, go to the search bar, and then type in squick, which would be S-Q-U-I-C-K, and then it's going to autofill squawk sunshine. You're going to click on that. Just let the autofill take it, take you on its course. Yeah, and then just click follow, and then you're going to, from that point on, you're going to enjoy the best photos and videos of the darndest uh, cockatiel you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. And it's fully enjoyable. I love it. It's 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 it, great. This bird named Sunshine, he's just he's just a great bird. Sunshine's a quality bird. Great photos, very photogenic. Extremely also, photogenic. Very telegenic too. There's videos on there as well. And uh, you know Kev, can we look up what telegenic is? Telegenic I'm, is is what photogenic means but for television. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what does that actually Having say? Having an appearance or manner that is appealing on television. Yeah. Nice, man. Okay. So Learn something new or what? Two minutes in? Yeah, exactly. So Squick Squawk's very telegenic, very photogenic, very energetic. And, uh, you know, it's worth checking out. Check them out. Um, yeah, man. So uh, <clears throat> what's, what's new, man? What's going on? Uh, not much. So first of all, we went to the House of Blues on Friday. <laughs> we did do that. We actually. saw a band called The Record Company or something. Yeah, something like that, I think. Something like that. We were very lackluster about Question like... Mark? We just went to the show, and it was a good show. But I've been in the House of Blues maybe 12 times. I've actually been backstage at the House of Blues. actually met Paolo Nutini. Uh, well, not really met him, but we actually yeah. like woke him up from a nap. I was going to say met um, is a loose term. But he was super polite. Didn't even tell us to to bollock off. He's just a nice, placid Scotsman. With there's a, a there's a photo. Name. There's a photo of him when from when they would they did that. Yeah, it's terrifying. he's got one shoe on, and he's totally asleep on the couch. If you go on Reddit and you go to the Palonatini thread, you'll see the photo. Did you if, post it? Yeah. I wonder it's, if Kev can actually find it. It's a hilarious photo because we actually so we saw Palonatini live, awesome show, and then we. Saw the guitarist smoking a cigarette out in the street later, and they're like, you know, some European band that's not 
you know, super well known. So he was just, you know, hanging amongst the audience and nobody knew who the hell he was. So we ended up just <coughs> chatting with him and then he just vanished off into an alleyway. And then me and Eric went backstage. Yeah, we just walked up. Go up. And then we walked in this room. We see him sleeping there. There's no one around. <laughs> we see him completely passed out. This is like 10 minutes after the show. And we we were so obnoxious that we woke him up. We kept saying, Paulo. And we kept like, t- and like the volume was like, kept increasing. And it was so annoying. If someone ever did this to me, I'd flip, but we just did it. And we were kind of drunk too. And then he woke up and he's like, oh, whoa. And then we were like, dude, great show, man. And he, he was just like, oh, thanks. And then he just went back to bed. So how long after the after he walked off stage was this? I would say this is no joke 12 minutes after. So I feel, I don't want to talk bad about your boy, but I feel like there's drugs involved here. See, I I don't know because like I've, I've heard two things. So there's one thing when you play a crazy, super energetic show in front of a crowd, you have like massive adrenaline. But when you do this every night, I've heard from like multiple people that like you just pass out right away. Huh. Okay. Like if you go to like a Slipknot show, and I've actually heard this specifically about Slipknot. If you go to a Slipknot show, go to their tour bus like 40 minutes later, and they are like passed out. What the fuck? Because I heard it just drains you. Now, what about the one shoe thing? Well, so this is, I didn't have Instagram at the time. What about that baggie that's on the couch next to him? Oh, that's a bag of heroin. Oh, okay. I guess. No, nah, I'm just up. kidding. I I think that's honestly a joint in a in a Ziploc bag. Wait, go down, Kev, right there. The thing that's at an arms within an arms reach. I, go on Reddit, type in Paolo Nutini. It's the first post with like a picture link. That is hilarious. Just that click on it. Oh, it's upvoted too. That's why it's at the top. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. But yeah, so we took I took that photo. So now I'm, you know, I'm I'm like the Annie Leibovitz of creepy fans after a show. Uh but anyways, we go in to House of Blues to see the record company or whatever. And they say, "Hey, not so fast. Make me empty my pockets," which they make everyone do. I get it. Very secure place. Yeah, I get it. Okay? I'm not a, I'm not an anarchist. I get it. But then they see they look at my hand and there's a Bic lighter. Which I can take on a plane, by the way. Planes literally let me take lighters in my pocket. Yeah, you can fly at thirty thousand feet in a in a box with a lighter. And I'm not kidding. Look it up. It's not on TSA's top priority list. It's just not. Nope. And, but House of Blues <clears throat> goes, "Hey, we uh, we need that lighter." And like, I'm like really bad with authority. Like, I get like really kind yeah, of. It gets a little. Heat. I get like annoying. Yeah. Like, I I get like rude, which I hate. But it I just stiffens up. I instinctively just hate authority so much. So they tell me that I have to toss this lighter out, and I was like, really? And again, I'm taking out on some kid who didn't come up with the policy. It's just his job. He's getting paid like ten bucks an hour, and and he's just supposed to take the lighters away. I don't know why I'm picking on him, but I am. Okay, because back in the day, the the Greeks used to kill the messenger, and I. Like, I get it. You I wonder I mean? if you had a matchbook, if this would be an issue. It probably would, because the main thing I asked was, is this about, I said, is this about that time where someone lit a house of blues on fire with a lighter? And Did he you said, say that? Yeah, he said, that <laughs> happened. And I said, no, it's literally never happened. <laughs> and then he goes, I don't know, man, I just need to take it. He's like, because we got rid of the smoking section because we got in trouble. So, okay, that's fine. So if you see me smoking, then kick me out. But he won't, because... You don't have a lighter now. But the 
okay, you can't drive a car through the brick wall in House of Blues. Are they going to like surrender all fire, like all car keys when you walk in? Maybe. Oh, that just really annoyed me. Sorry, man. Take it easy. But get, uh, get blood pressure. But yeah, it was good, man. It was it was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. And I like the House of Blues. Actually, I think it's like a really good venue. Except the the mix was a little bassy. If I do, it say. was very bassy. Yeah, actually, I think it must have been like Megan Trainor's sound guy or something. It was one of the. <laughs> it was one of those shows where you could feel like uh, your vocal cords moving, even though you weren't talking. They're just like shaking in your throat. That's exactly right. You know, uh, in Jurassic Park, when he's got the uh, cup of water on of the on the dash, of course. When the T-Rex was stomping and the water was vibrating, that's what my entire body felt like. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's right. But yeah, it was a little much. We but, went out to eat before that. Where did we go again? Uh, what was it called? It was actually uh, Paparazzi. Oh, yeah. Paparazzi. Kind of a lame name, but it was a cool place. It and was. The outside area uh, was actually pretty comfortable, which yeah. I think is a, is a good sign when the uh, outdoor integrity of temperature is upheld. Yeah, um, but there's just it's just impossible to go out to eat on a Friday with more than one person. There's always such a fucking wait. You just can't do it. So what I always thought, if you have a group of four or five people and you're going to an event, but you want to grab dinner first, what you should do is instead of putting your name in, you know, party of four, waiting around for 45 minutes, because that's going to take a while, about 45 minutes. So you <laughs> split up. You you go your separate ways. You each split up. Go to four different restaurants if there's four of you. And every person just sits at the bar, orders the food. And then you just rendezvous back in a half hour. The whole thing, everybody's fed. Super quick, super efficient. Everyone gets it. what they want. Just break up. Find a seat at a bar somewhere. And it's just the, it's the best way to go out to dinner with your friends. <laughs> because you're never waiting. That's that's legit, man. That's some legit shit. It, it, it works. I mean, it's like the same. It's pretty much the same concept of the Amazon Go. It's just getting rid of people. It's the solitary nature of just efficiency. Efficient is, you know, when it's just one person or preferably no people. Right. Exactly. Yep. I'm, I totally agree. The Amazon Go store is pretty pretty cool. Oh yeah, dude. This is sick. So, this is this is the future. The future is now. It's the wave of the future. Um, so I guess you can walk it's in the, the store. The you can grab whatever the fuck you want the off, the the sh- oh, off the shelves and just like walk the fuck out. And they just know what to charge you and what you took. And that's kind of sick. Yeah. So you walk in and then. So if you were to grab a can of beans, soybeans, mm. it would say the shelf would go, oh, somebody's taking this thing. And then it would just follow that around the store. I think it's all with cameras and like sensors within the cameras and like facial recognition software and stuff like that. So creepy though. I think like it's you know say it's taking pictures of the of the fucking shelf over and over again. It will notice that something's missing and then it will like find out where that item is now and then track the person that has. So does it give you a receipt when you walk out? I forget how it works. I think it might be almost like you fucking just walk out and then like it's a bill in your Amazon like prime account that you have to pay or something like that which is great because then it cuts out you know being slowed down at the at the register by you know but i feel like people that are fiscally uh not frugal but just super cautious it's not going to be the place for them why uh oh because they want to like read the receipt on the way well they just want to make sure you know what i mean yeah 
I could see that being like a little bit. So I think this is mainly just for people that, you know, they can afford whatever groceries and they, you know what I mean? Like people that don't, like if you ask me what a bread basket costs at a restaurant, like I don't fucking know. Oh, so there you go. So once you've left the store, Amazon will send you an emailed receipt and will charge your Amazon account. So you still have a receipt. You still know how much everything was. You can still probably return shit, I'm sure. That's a good point. Imagine if to return shit, you got to ship it back to Amazon. So this is going to be the the Whole Foods thing. I think so. Like, I think that I think this is like a like a 15 year plan. Like they bought all the Whole Foods and they're going to slowly put these things in and then get rid of the annoying, slightly overweight ginger uh, cashiers that are asking all these questions Hmm. and telling you about apple chips. That's like super specific. <clears throat> yeah, so the apple, so the, I wonder if the girl that's obsessed with the sound of glass in a bag. Yeah. If she's getting nervous about this. She might be, because her job's on the line here. Oh, she thought it was going to last but forever. Here's the thing that I think. So, like, if you're looking at, if if you look at the pictures of the the shelves in this store, of course, the store, I think, opened fucking today. So, this is going to kind of debunk my fucking whole thing. But it's all so neat. Everything's so neatly put on the shelves. Right. And I think that might be part of the cameras and sensors being able to do their thing. So I don't know if like, you know, you had your, your average old Navy crowd and you threw them in there no, and they just they, start throwing shit everywhere if it's going to be able to track shit or not. Can I make a PSA real quick about Old Navy? Yeah, man. The stage is yours. I'm fine with Old Navy. I think they make good products. That's yeah, like, not bad. I'm wearing their joggers right affordable. now. Affordable. Yeah. I like I like the Old Navy catalog, okay? And again, this may be anecdotal. I've never been in probably more than like two or three different old navies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the main one is the one at the Loop in Methuen. The main one to us, yeah, yep. And it it looks like it. It honestly looks like it was ransacked, or like some natural disaster happened, like by a, a few pack hours of chimpanzees ago. or something. Because I've been there. I've been there at like ten fifteen. It opens at ten, right? I've yeah. I've been there like waiting at the door. They yeah, unlocked you went, the door, let everyone in, and it was still just completely fucking torn apart. As, and as I, I get that you have like like Kimberly and Amber, you know, running the place, sipping iced coffees after you know. Oh my God! Did you hear what Derek said to me? Yeah, exactly. And uh, they're just talking about Derek and not cleaning up anything. And the thing that I don't understand is. Uh, I find, and I don't mean this in any demeaning way. Oh, God. Well, I know people that have worked in retail, and I'm not trying to, you know, besmirch them or anything. But <laughs> I love that fucking word. But I feel when I go into a store, uh, there are the salespeople that kind of want to, hey, do you need any help with anything? And most people say, like, just looking. no thanks, just looking. That's like the, if I need help, I'll ask for help. Okay? And if you're at Best Buy, the, the rate of people that ask you if you need any help is two for every, I'd say, 60 seconds. You say that's accurate? Yes, I yeah, definitely. It's would. fucking terrible. And um, sorry. No, it's okay. That's why I always carry around a copy of uh, "Death of a Salesman" on me, <coughs> just to always have it, just kind of clutched in my clutches, <laughs> just so that they can see, like you know, what what what's in my mind. Yeah. But anyways, the thing about if you go to a retail store, most people say no, just looking, and. So what they do, the way that they kill time, is they fold clothes on tables. Right. If you if you go to any store, go to Banana Republic, you will see perfectly folded pants, okay, that are in close proximity to where you are perusing. Right. A woman or man will come up and say, do you need any help today? You will say, no, I'm just looking. So then 
they smile. They don't know what to do. So they look down and the perfectly folded pair of pants, they pick it up, they unfold it, and they just fold it up again <laughs> and just put it back on the table. I actually have experience with this. All, all they're doing is refolding shit so they don't look like a bunch of assholes yeah. standing around texting. It works, though. Okay? Which I get. 90% of work is looking busy. I get it. But why is something happening? The Bermuda Triangle of retail is Old Navy for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. If you took... Because most people that walk around Banana Republic go, oh my God, I'm so bored. I guess I'll just like refold these slim fit jeans because I'm just... This is all I have to do. Old Navy, there's so much shit to do. They just that if do you it. took the Banana Republic people and said, here, they'd be like, oh my God, finally I have something to do. Clean up this disaster. <laughs> but this is basically like... The guy that owns the super nice house with finished floors that like just likes to build birdhouses and always trying to like stay busy with his hands. That guy's always looking for shit to do. And then you go down to the volunteers at like Habitat for Humanity where there's like just pure rubble all over fucking Haiti and they're just on their phones texting. It's like, why are you here? We actually have a disaster zone and you're doing nothing. Meanwhile, the people at Banana Repub... A refolding shit that's already there. Dude, I honestly wonder if you took all the, the clothes that haven't been folded in the clearance section of the Old Navy and Methuen and you went through all them, if you would literally find something that they stopped selling like 10 years ago. I, I bet you would. I bet you would too. It's like, it's 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 honestly, if you were going to make, a, if you were making a scene in a movie where like, you know, when uh, this is kind of a random reference, you know, in Jumanji, Love when uh, Robin Williams is with Kirsten Dunst and whatever the fuck the kid's name is. And they're getting chased by the, like, uh, poacher guy. Yes. And remember, they're getting chased, and he's shooting at him, and then they, yes. they drive the whole uh, car through the station wagon, through the storefront. Yep. And then there's shit everywhere, and they, you know, knock down the shelf to kind of, like, try to pin the guy. Yep. If you were filming that scene at Old Navy, the set designer would say, are you guys, is this your way of firing me? Because it looks like somebody's already done my job. <laughs> And you could just literally yell action in 10 minutes. You wouldn't have to change a thing. That would just be Old Navy. Yeah, man. Totally agree. Oh, I used to... I uh, don't get it. I don't know if you know this about me. You probably do because, you know. But uh, I Tell used me. to work at Old Na- at fucking at Macy's. Yeah. And um, so my first day was on Black Friday. And they were just like, I don't know. just It's Black Friday. We're too busy to fucking care. So just like walk around and like fold shit. And I was like, okay. So I would literally do what you said. I'd walk up to people, you need help. They'd say, no, I would just fold shit. Of course. Yeah. And that's... I did. I was, you know, after doing that for a couple hours, you're looking around like, do they really want me to just keep fucking folding shit? Like, is anybody going to come up and tell me what to do? And nobody was coming. So then like after literally like three shifts of this shit, I like went up to someone. I was like, hey, man, like what the fuck? Like, what else do I do? Like I, this whole job can't be just like folding fucking clothes. And the guy's like, uh, what do you mean, dude? You're not a manager? And I was like, no. Why the fuck do you think I'm a manager? He's like, you're wearing a blazer. Like, only ma- managers wear blazers. I was like, oh, fuck. So, so everyone, that was why. Everyone was hiding from me because they thought I was their boss. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. So if you work at Macy's, just wear a suit and you'll have And like, then just don't ask It'll questions. be like the Stanford Prison Experiment. <laughs> you can actually start making employees like drink toilet water. But it does. the thing about Old Navy, this is the last thing I'll say that bothers me. Is okay. You have a bunch of kids... And again, they're kids. I get it. But they they don't know what to do, so they need to look busy. And you have the perfect thing to always look busy but not actually doing that much work. It's almost like, you know when you're awkwardly waiting 
around and like you don't want to look like say you're waiting for someone mm-hmm. and you're in the lobby and you pretend to have a phone call so that you look busy. Yes. This would be the equivalent of feeling awkward, busting out your phone to pretend to make a call, getting a real call, Ooh. and then hitting decline uh-huh. so that you can just pretend to be on the phone. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. You it's- actually have actual shit to stay busy doing, and you're passing it. And I just think, you know, they should be better than that. Ridiculous. Be better than the gap, and they're not. Fucking old Navy. You know what I mean? Hey, you ever do that thing? <clears throat> so this kind of occurred to me. I think I was in Walmart. Um, but, like, I'll go into a store like Walmart or Target. I'll fucking walk around looking for the thing that I want that they don't have. Yep. So I won't buy anything, and then I'll just, like, go to leave and... You always, I don't know about you, but I always feel like a little bit guilty leaving without buying something. Dude, all the time. And I feel like because I'm walking by the cashiers not buying anything, they think that I'm stealing something. Yep. So I always walk like mad slow. And yes. then I'll like, I'll like look all the cashiers in the eyes and like give them like a nod and like a peace sign. It is, it is true though. I, I agree. Because I just feel like they think I'm stealing because I'm not like buying anything. It's so true. And there's a guilt involved. There is. With. Going into a store and not buying anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, d- I totally do. So it's like, well, because then it's, what? why are you in here if you're just going to walk around like an asshole? Are you trying to find the bathroom or something? Like, get out of here. Seriously. But if you walk around slowly, they go, oh, maybe the guy's just shopping and he didn't find what he wanted. Yeah. You know? So it does communicate the correct message. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you went in, if you went in, if you're actually in a mad rush, like the other day, I was looking for... um. Uh, what the fuck was I looking for? Um, um, um. I, I don't even remember, but I was looking for something. So I was like, oh, I'll try this store. And I went in and they didn't have anything. And I was about, I was, I was so pissed off and I was just about to just run back out and be like, I gotta try the next place. And then same thing. I like the, one of the cashiers was looking at me <clears throat> and I just Every started, I just, fucking I just started looking at shelves pretending like I was trying to make up my mind of what I was going to buy. And I'm like, why am I putting on this act for fucking Harold the cashier? Like, he gives a shit? I've definitely bought shit just so I didn't leave empty-handed. I have done that, too. And it's usually like a pack of gum. I think like nine times out of ten, it's a pack of gum. Yep. But, like, what's... Oh, God. I do that, too. Like, if I go to the... If I really need to piss, there was one... <laughs> there was one time that was actually hilarious. I remember I was in high school, and I was with this kid, Andrew... And we had both got iced coffees, and we were just driving around because that's just what you did because you had nothing to do. Right. And we weren't like cool. It's not like we had like girls to meet yeah, up with or anything. So we literally just drive around. And uh, so we just got iced coffees, and we're driving around. I was like halfway down my iced coffee, and then I really needed to go to the bathroom. And there was another Dunkin' Donuts coming up, so I was like, "Drop, pull up here. I gotta go run in and go to the bathroom." So then I run in and go to the bathroom, and then I come back up with another iced coffee. And he was like, dude, what the fuck? You're doubling up. But it was literally just because I didn't want to go in. And, and it's, it's like they made me. This was before the bathrooms had locks. And I just felt like such a piece of shit that oh, I had Carla. to buy something. And then I just dumped the iced coffee out on the street. <laughs> that was like the that was like the 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 door fee for getting I've into done the bathroom. Similar shit, though. I've gone into like McDonald's and like felt like a dick for using the bathroom. So I'll be like, let me get a 
one dollar burger or whatever the fuck, and then they just make it, and I come out, grab it, and then just throw it the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> just like right when you go, you even take it out of the wrapper, throw the naked burger just right in the trash. And then just walk out. It's like at that point, it's just give them a dollar and be like, I'm going to use your yeah, bathroom. Yeah, no, they should just put the, uh, <laughs> you know, the new vending machine, how they have the card swipes. Just put that outside the bathroom door. And if you but want it's, a, tr- it's an option. It's not even like. Enforced. <laughs> I don't know. But here's my thing is if you go to the average person and say, do you want to clean a bathroom? And I'll give you 50 bucks. They probably wouldn't do it. Nobody likes cleaning bathrooms. Okay. So I get the idea that people can just come in. You have all these extra sources of piss now, and whatever the f. <laughs> and you're not even you're not even making any money off of it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, man, I do. I do know what you mean. But there's an app. I'm not sure if this is still a thing, but I remember a few years ago someone was telling me there's an app where you can, um, oh, you could like yeah. homes. You can yes. You can actual yes. volunteer to like use your bathroom for like passersby. That was real. I don't and know if it still is. It probably is. I, I can't the reason I can't imagine that being that successful is because most people don't even know to put their house on it. Right. <laughs> and the people that do know to do that probably aren't people that you'd want to yeah, use their bathroom. It's a small market. But I don't know. It's not a bad idea. No. But oh speaking of stupid ideas, did you hear that they're remake uh, the Titanic two thing? Like yeah. not, not a movie sequel. They're fucking remaking. But like the a boat. ship sequel. Yes. I did hear about this. Which is, I don't know, man. I, it's just stupid. I The thing about it is, so you're going to make a replica of a boat that sank. So now if I'm going on a fucking cruise, that's probably going to be pretty expensive because it's the replica of the Titanic cruise. I'm just going to be thinking about how I'm probably going to fucking die the whole time. And then I'm pretty sure they put like the same... Uh, uh, Safe with the fucking the rescue boats. What do you call those damn things? Oh, the uh, lifeboats. The lifeboats. They're like the they're replicas of the lifeboats too. It's like, dude, it's just I just too who's eerie. been begging? Like that's the main thing. Is <laughs> yeah. and and again, I I get it. They're they're rebuilding the twin towers. I get it. Like there are some things that they're just, but they're not doing that just because like it would be cool. Like you know what I mean? Like who's who's like craving the Titanic? And again, like for nineteen twelve. The whole point of the Titanic, okay, was that it was the first of its kind. No one had seen anything like that. The shittiest Carnival Cruise Line from 1993 is more impressive than the Titanic <laughs> from 1912. Like, we're past this. So why remake it? The whole appeal of it was that it had never been done before. He's right. He's got a point. But, like, like, like if you are a horse and buggy guy and Henry Ford comes with a shitty jalopy and that gets, like, like I don't know, I don't know, can drive like a max of like 10 miles an hour. You're like, holy shit, this thing's like amazing. But it's a shit, it's a shit box by today's standards. Yeah, if you remade it, I wouldn't want to buy it. Yeah, and, and like, I just don't understand. And first of all, this isn't an actual replica, okay? I doubt that they're staying true to 1912 plumbing on the ship. And yeah. there's probably still a Jimmy Buffett fucking idiot playing in the cafeteria. <laughs> like, you're not completely honoring the whole feel to the 1912 thing. Which again, I like. I love old shit. You Not know to I mean? mention that thing was run off like thousands of tons of coal. Yeah, you literally had guys shoveling coal into a fire. Are you yeah. gonna get those guys back? <laughs> Pretty sure they're retired, like, man. 
Yeah. The, and dead at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Like, I love how, like, I, like, that was the guy's job, was he was just shoveling coal into a furnace. What a job, man. Good way to get in shape for the summer, you know? It, it, but isn't the whole point, too, of, of the... Uh, the original Titanic was that it was so old fashioned that you had this like surf class of commoners literally sleeping with rats. And then you had the aristocracy like eating like finger sandwiches yes. and listening to some idiot play the harp. Like h- how to like, are you going to honor that too? Yeah. <laughs> how much of a replica is this though? Uh, sorry, sir. You can't go to the uh, pool deck. That's only for the upper class passengers. I just don't I like first of all in the Titanic it's famous it's it's not even famous it's infamous it's the ship that sank and all these people died. Yeah, so why you, would you want to recreate that? I don't, I don't know. It's yes. absurd. Why don't you name your son Charlie Manson? Like there're just some <laughs> things that just leave it alone. And I love how too it's not like I like this is how stupid this is too. It's not even like it's just called Titanic again, right? Because if it was just called the Titanic, it's called Titanic Two. <laughs> yeah. Like it's some shitty Terminator sequel. Like, ah, uh, for fuck's sake! It's absurd. And by the way, this whole thing's made by the Chinese that don't make cruise lines. They make like freight ships <laughs> yeah. that are like supposed to be carrying like pallets of like, I don't know. In the tit- the original Titanic was was U.S. made. Is that correct? I. Uh, maybe British? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I don't even fucking know. Kev, can you peek, peek that up for me? Just because, I don't know, that kind of defeats the whole purpose. Like, it's this this titan of industry built in, like, 1912 of this, like, fantastic boat that's never been built by... Uh, well, and they go... Uh, oh, it's built in Belfast, so I guess whatever, man. And they go, uh, yeah, well, it's an exact replica. It's so cool. And they go... Oh my God! An exact replica. Well, how can you be sure that you're going to avoid the the first catastrophe that happened? And they go, Well, because we've got state of the art motors now. It's like it's not <laughs> an exact replica. This doesn't make any sense. It's like the guy that bought George Washington's axe, and then the blade wore down, so he replaced the blade. And then ten years later, the handle wore down, so he replaced the handle. <laughs> it's not the fucking axe. It's not the Titanic. But that's his axe, man. He had that axe. Uh, yeah. How about when uh, people would go, yo, yo, teach, let me ax you. Oh, let me ax you, teach. Yo, mister. That bothers me. That reminds me, uh, this episode has been brought to you by Eric Sirloin Storage. Eric Sirloin Storage, the perfect place to get a beautifully cooked sirloin with a beautiful, peppery, garlicky, salty crust and to store your stuff in the same area that your steak is being cooked. And if you go to www.ericsarlandstorage.com forward slash I'm so sure cast, you will get 15% off all meat orders. And that is a not a limited time that uh, that uh, that sale will go on forever indefinitely. So uh, it's an indefinite sale. <clears throat> the site cannot be reached. OK. <laughs> oh, no, you spelled <laughs> it wrong. It's S-I-R-L, I think. Eric Searle and storage. I know because I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, just go there. And, you know, store your shit and eat a steak. And don't even worry about it if the if the site's not coming up. Cause well, nothing makes a stomach more empty than the manual labor of, like, you know, shoving your shit into a storage unit. Yeah, absolutely, man. If you go to, like, your average, what's, like, a storage place name? Uh, what's the place by, like... Store stuff? Yeah, like, if you go to store stuff, right? Yeah. 
You take a poll, I guarantee you 90% of those people are craving a steak. Oh, dude, 100%. That's why most storage units are right next to restaurants. <laughs> but here, you've got all it's in one stop. It's the same building. It's the same building. It's the same house. You I'm can sure literally, it's... you can, and I believe, I think he's offering this now. Uh, I know he is for November. I'm not sure if it's retroactive to October, but you actually have the option of eating, <laughs> eating before storing. So you can actually store on a full stomach. So Eric, I mean, uh, Kev's typing in Eric's still in storage. And it goes, do you mean Eric's girl in storage? And then he, he scrolls down. Go down it more. And it says, girl distribution company. What? <laughs> what is that? We're going down a rabbit hole, Can man. we click that? Is that self-explanatory or is there some sort of... Oh, it's a skateboarding distribution. Oh, girl. Oh. Uh, 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 okay. You guys need to take... Just call it the company. Yeah, girl. the PR department was Get asleep with the, the wheel on that. <sighs> Jesus. But I guess we should end it there, right? Yeah, let's end it. All right. Well, uh, this has been the seventh episode of I'm So Surecast. Be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever and uh, tell your friends about it. Actually, do me a favor. Take your phone out right now. Text someone that you know has not heard the podcast. Tell them to fucking listen to it. And we'll give you a dollar. And if you tell us you did that, we'll give you a dollar via Venmo. Also, and, uh, the guy, uh, Clive uh, something that's doing the Titanic 2. Oh, yeah. His name's Clive. He has the cheesiest dinosaur uh, golf course. Oh, yeah. Check that out. Check too. that out, too. Just type in uh, Clive. Yeah, Kev's going to find it and going down. Yep, Palmer. And then do Palmer. Clive, it's like Palmer Palmersaurus or something. Type Clive Palmer Dinosaur Park. It's worth checking out. Dinosaur Park. Uh, it's an exact replica of when the dinosaurs roamed. <laughs> the funny part is, is they show videos of it, and literally, there's like you know, remakes of dinosaurs, um, and they are like have shitty animatronics. Like they'll stand still, and oh. their mouth will open over and over again at like the same speed, and then uh, they're all right on top of each other. So it makes you think that like it's on the smallest section of property ever. Yeah, exactly. And the funny part too, real quick, if you do. Go on YouTube and want to check out the Titanic 2. There's like a 48-second trailer for it. And they paid some guy to make this like majestic <laughs> CGI of the actual Titanic. Like it's computer enhanced, stealing through the seas when they could have just used a clip from the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like James Cameron already did all this shit with CGI. Like why don't you just use that? Just use the money he already spent. But anyways... You but know, yeah, they're remaking the Titanic. Yeah, like, look that shit up, man. Exact, re exact replica, but brand new shit. Do that and follow Squawk, Squawk, Squawk Sunshine, and uh, you'll have a great time. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to you next week if uh, next week's episode isn't shitty and we post one. That's See ya. I'm so sure can.